everybody? I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Christian. And welcome to Work Love Balance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, this is another episode, babe. Yeah, number four. Number four. Number four, but this time we got some guests with us. Yes. Okay, so we have Ashley and Donald Rouse. From, What's up, y'all? Yes. Do you want to introduce yourselves and then I'll I'll get into the bio? Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm Ashley Rouse. Uh, I live in Brooklyn. I'm from Chicago, and I'm here with my husband. Yeah, and I'm Donald Rouse. I am the husband of Ashley Rouse, the founder of Trade Street Jam Company. Some of the best damn jam you'll taste out here on That's the market. That's facts. <laughs> that is facts. Yeah. So we're excited to be here. Yeah, and funny thing, before I get into the bio, I actually bought your jam before we were even formally introduced. So we shopped with you guys at Veg Fest in oh, Brooklyn. Nice. Yeah. And Shout out to the vegans out your there. Jam, yeah. yeah, your jam definitely upgraded our recipes. My <laughs> husband, he thought he was, you know, chefing it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you did yeah. a little salmon glaze. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, and then we um, we were both vendors at CultureCon, yes. which is how things kind of came back full yes. circle. And we were like, Michael and I were across from you guys vending, and we were like, oh, we we actually have your jam in our refrigerator. Yeah, that was so, like a few weeks in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just getting into it, um, Trade Street Jam Co. is a minority and women-owned small batch jam company founded by Ashley Rouse. Ashley, who's been a chef for almost 15 years, created the name for the company in 2008, while living in an apartment on Trade Street in North Carolina. Now, 17 years later, Ashley and her Brooklyn-based company create fruit-forward and clean-tasting and delicious vegan jams that are low in sugar and high in flavor. Her jams are best used in crab cocktails, barbecue sauces, glazes for meats or vegetables, baked goods, yogurt, Overnight oats, which I need to try the overnight yes. oats. That sounds so bomb. <laughs> uh, salad dressings and more. She aspires to teach jam classes to kids at underprivileged schools and to use residual jams to feed the less fortunate. Two efforts that are near and dear to the owner's heart. So thank you both thank for you. being here, yeah, Ashley no and Donald. No so just getting into it. And this is probably a cheesy question, but how do you both work love balance? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting into it. How do we work love balance? I think for us, we've kind of decided early on that love is obviously way more important than any work. Mm -hmm. And so I think... That's something that just for any couples that work together, like you have to just decide up front, like who cares about the business, right? Like yeah, you could have yeah. the business tomorrow and it would be, you know, detrimental, but as long as I got this guy next to me, it's fine. And so like, it's very important that we just understand that that's number one. And then the work comes second. Um, of course, there's times where we like get in bed at night and I'm like, wait, so do you think I should switch to a new flavor? And he's like, really? Like, we're in bed. Like, <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. I'm tired now. I'm out. So we definitely, you know, there's definitely a lot of that, but, uh, I think that's where the balance comes in. Just being able to understand, like, you know, I just gotta, okay, shut it off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, so setting some boundaries too, but. Yeah, and I think uh, she said, you know, the love is more important, but the love is also 
it's not work, but it is work, right? Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to work on your that's, uh, you have yeah. to work on your marriage and stuff like that. So if you're not taking that time, you know, um, now there's definitely periods of times where we get off balance a little bit, and we're like, yo, we've been working a lot, and you know, we're very good about it, saying, all right, maybe we should just chill and watch a show or something, you know, yeah. like or like what's going on with you other than jam, like that kind of stuff. So, you know, we try to keep each other balanced because sometimes we turn it on and it's like we're in it. Yeah. And then we look up and we're like, oh, yeah, it's like 1130. And we haven't even, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we haven't even had, and we had nothing, you know, we just yeah. kind of got to, we use each other to keep each other uh, balanced and on track. Yeah, and mm. I mean, that's dope, too, because, of course, it's something, you're working on something that you're passionate about as well, yeah. and it can easily transcend in, into your day-to-day conversation yeah. and relationship, so... Like, I can completely relate to that, where you can get so in the zone, and there's moments where it's like, let's just be right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. You know, no. let's just yeah. be. So. But I like what you said, Donald, about, um, you know, we use each other to keep each other balanced. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because one day you might be hyper-focused, and then, you know, so you got to pull you back in. And, yeah. you know, all and the same thing both have, us. like, the same goals, yeah. then it can kind of, it helps, because, like you said, one day I pull him back most days he pulls me back mm-hmm. um but another thing that we started doing is that we put like standing meetings on the calendar um and it's genius it was don's yeah. idea but it's genius because you know like a lot of the times he'll say like let's talk about that on tuesday night like let's do that on tuesday I and it's great that. and then like he understands that there's times where i'm like look i know it's thursday mm-hmm. but like i gotta make this call tomorrow and i really need to know should i do this and he's like cool yeah. no problem but if it's like a, something small he's like can it wait till tuesday and it's a very fair question and i'm like sure and i yeah. just keep a little note in my phone and mm-hmm. it's like my meeting notes and then on tuesday he gives me a full you know two at least hours undivided and it's great because I can ask him to give me that full attention and he'll give it to me. Whereas other times, basketball, these other things yeah. are like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. but that's fair. LeBron, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, what should I do pricing was? What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, do that, do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I respect it. I mean, but how long have you guys uh, been married? And I'm sure it like, took some time to get to this place. Oh my gosh, you know, of course. Yeah. yeah. And we're not at any like magical place by any means. Just it's such a, it. yeah, such mm-hmm. a process. Um, but we've been married for just over two years, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Um, but we met in college. So we've been together for going on 12 years. Oh, wow. um, so that helped. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. that's probably the the magical like. Key. No, actually, the magic. We used to have a clothing brand. Oh, dope. and we fought all the time over the clothing brand. What kind of oh, clothing wow. brand was yeah. it? Look at <laughs> Ashley's over here having wow. yeah, some like, no, worst no, arguments. <laughs> Right. Actually, having the the other business has helped in so many ways. It's helped yeah. with my company in general yeah. because there's so many mistakes I made before that I don't have to make again. Yes. And so I really do believe that God put that business there first on purpose so that I would mess it up. So when he put my actual purpose in play, I would be right where I needed mm-hmm. to be. And so I, I, you know, I feel like all those things went together. But as far as us working together too, yeah, he's right. Like 
we used to do this thing called weekend wardrobe and it, it was a clothing business so it was like a custom alterations so people oh, would okay. send in like a sure? pair of pants like the, actually that shirt is yeah. Urban Mondays well, one of the first ones yeah thing. people oh. would send oh, in Urban flannel Monday. I Urban Mondays yeah so that I know we always it was like ahead of its time because we yeah. see so much stuff now at like Urban Outfitters I'm exactly. like that's Urban Mondays like yeah. wow. but we would like bleach flannels or turn jeans into joggers or distressed jeans you know just like alter clothing so some people would send in clothing they already had some people would go buy mm-hmm. new clothing mm-hmm. and send it and just get it like customized and tricked out it was really cool um but we used to do these weekend wardrobes and we would like lay you know like lay your wardrobe out for the weekend we'd like lay it out on the on the floor and then take like an overhead shot of it and, and it was <laughs> kind of you like, two you know, were really ahead of your time really, yeah. really this was because cool. instagram was just getting going right yeah. and so yeah. i think there was like outfits of the day yeah and so outfit, we, yeah yeah and so we like were like OOTD. tagging all this stuff trying to get picked up and get some traction but it was the truth of the matter is like the focus wasn't there for the business mm-hmm. like we both had like like you know dressing nice but I didn't personally didn't realize what it took to really be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Oh, we gotta do the weekend wardrobe. We got three looks, and she's in here ironing. You know, we I helped her pick out the looks, yeah. but it's like I'm not ironing the clothes, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, she was like, I need you to do this, and then we get there to that time frame, and she's like, What do you think about this? And I'm not a creative person. She's like really creative mm-hmm. visually. So I'm like, I don't know. What do you think? She's like, you're not helping me. So then it became this yeah. continual argument. Yeah. Every single every weekend. Sa- it was to the point I was like, oh, every weekend wardrobe. Here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We had a couple okay. like blowout arguments over it. And then like ruined the weekend. Yeah. I remember one time I like threw a trash can. I've never, I've never like thrown anything in an argument. And so it was like a pivotal moment, right? Bro, yeah. oh, weekend wardrobe. Oh, weekend. <laughs> Isn't it funny I'm how that can just a really big moment yeah. for me to yeah. borrow something and I felt yeah. so like empowered and after I felt so <laughs> awful I was like I threw something yeah. and, he, and I remember him distinctly being like I'm not picking that up because <laughs> it was like you know trash had fell out of it and yeah. like, I'm not getting that and we you left it till like away. the next day and Sunday I like woke up and looked at it and I was like I'm really sorry this is bad <laughs> I was like why are we ruining our whole day you know yeah. you only get two yeah. days off so many Saturdays. But a good yeah. thing to remember yeah. too is that like you have to know when you're a couple working together, you have to kind of understand, you know, how much you're in it. Like, and it's okay if your partner is like, if you guys build it together, that's one thing. Right. But if it's one person's business and, you know, the partner wants to help or whatever, yeah. like you just have to establish these boundaries where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to help. Like, right, you know, he consults a lot for the business, but it has to just be this, like, boundary. You can't yeah. force your partner I completely to be a part agree. of your business. Because that is, like... In different strengths, yeah. right? Like, everybody right. wants everything, every project to be 50-50. Right. That's, That's not going to really happen. There's, like, times <laughs> 100% actually. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of the times. So, it's just that she's better at some stuff than, than I am. And, like, we learn from each other, you know? We yeah. help every, you know, that mutual respect really helps, too, you know? But yeah. We didn't have that in our initial business. Like, we mutually respect each other, but everything was trying to be 50-50, 50-50. And, yeah. you know, learning from that, it's like, all right, you're really good at this. I'm yeah. really good at this. And especially as a couple, you're, like, you're, you're, the stuff that you do work-wise impacts your household, right? So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's really, it's all joined. It's like your finances may be invested in the business, how you make your money is invested in the business, you know, how you feed your kids it's is invested in the business, you know it what I mean? All it's all invested. So, you kind of got to be like, all right, we both have mutual respect for each other, we're working towards the right thing 
we may have to split this and you're doing more of this this time, I'm doing more of this this time, yeah. but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's going to go. That's such a big takeaway. Not yeah. everything is 50-50. Yes. That's huge. I completely agree because we, even Michael and I, like we had to get to a point where it's like, yo, this is what I'm great at. This is what you're good at. I'm not trying to be an expert in what you're great at, but that's my superpower is having you on my team and yeah. you, you being great at that. And right, right. I think definitely understanding like those boundaries and strengths. And I like, I love how you shared um, Urban Mondays with us because I feel like that planted a seed for a much bigger vision yeah. and purpose yeah. that yeah. you're currently walking in now. Yeah. And to your point, like that, was like the beginning foundation oh, yeah. for what you've been building upon. So. Yeah, and it's interesting how the roles can be switched in relationships too, where you mm-hmm. may have one guy that may be the creative and then the, you know, then the, your wife is, is the business yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, so she's focused, seasons. you know, so it's different. And I think on a personal note, I had to learn to listen to that and recognize that. It yeah. took me some time. It took me, you know, going through another, yeah. you know, Throwing uh, another trash can. Yeah. <laughs> creative expression or, yeah. you know, having a fit. My thing was, it wasn't literal trash cans, but I would yeah. create something like, and I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. And yeah. I Sweat equity. Yeah. And then I presented and it's like, Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling that. Yeah. 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 Look, so I'm there. like, we've been there too, and it, it takes you got to be able to let the reins go, and you got to be able to yeah. not take everything personally. Because mm-hmm. trust me, there was plenty of days where I made jam, and I, you know, he was always my taste tester, and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't really, I don't really taste the pepper in there, and I'm like, but I put so much pepper in there, <laughs> just <laughs> like that though. But, but you hear the voice change, like, but I, like, I'm, I'm like, ah, uh, put so much <laughs> in there, <laughs> and it was so frustrating. And he's like, babe, I'm just telling you, and like. The thing is, is he, I call him a super taster, which is a real thing where it's, it's just, there's not that many of them in the world, but people that like have, I don't know, have these extraordinary taste buds and they taste more things mm-hmm. in an average dish wow. than like the, most people yeah. do. And so I really believe he is one because I put like, no, it's not you like this, are. but he really is. Yeah. It, it's really a thing. And like, I'll squeeze one drop of lemon in a whole chicken dish and he'll be like, mm, there's a lot of citrus in here. I'm like, what? I put the tiniest amount of lemon. So I know he can taste these mm. things. So I really admire and trust his you know, opinions on things. And so I would get so mad yeah. when mm-hmm. it would be not what I wanted yeah. to hear. And it took so long to, even now I'm still sensitive. But then even but. figuring out how to give the feedback, right? Because... That's a word. That's yeah. I had to figure that out. It's yeah. tough. Because you're like, you asked for my opinion. Exactly. I'm giving you my opinion because you asked for it. And you're thinking about it from such a different filter and yep. place. And my mm-hmm. husband being creative, you know, I had to realize, yo, he took time to conceptualize the thought to Mm -hmm. physically make it happen and create it and then to build up to present it to me and me you know thinking more black and white like this doesn't make sense something about costing production if it's going to connect I'll just be like uh you know no or let's do something else and he's like yo yeah you don't see how much time this (laughs) just do something yeah so I had to adjust my delivery to him and just have more of an understanding of his perspective versus just like you know how I'm viewing it and you know now now we're in a much better place with that but that's that work love balance where like it's not one sided you Mm -hmm. have to learn not to be so sensitive but you also have to learn how to like deliver it better so that you guys can both communicate better yeah exactly and once I listen I think uh, stop being sensitive and like 
just kind of like listen, open yeah. my ears. Because you got to be better. Like she may say something and then you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I could tweak this and yeah. do that. Absolutely right. And next thing you yeah. know, you might be like, yo, this is end up being our bestseller. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Here, nine times out of ten, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. just don't want to hear it the way I heard it the first right. time, you know? But. Yeah. How would you explain the difference between like your first year in business and like where you are now with Trade Street Jam? You remember the jams when we were bringing the flavors back? Yeah. Oh, that probably is the biggest difference. So starting off, um, I was doing this thing where I would create a flavor and then do it in like a small batch of like, I don't know, 30 jars. And then once it sold out, I wouldn't bring the flavor back. And so we we're kind of like wow. retiring it. And um, it was causing this like cool buzz because it was like, get it now. Or yeah, we'll yeah. Get it again. Um, but obviously it makes no sense at all for like, a business sustainability standpoint, mm-hmm. like how can you continue Creating on, new like the, yeah, flavors and it and wasn't even that. Like I was like, I can create, I can create flavors all day long. Like uh-huh. I've been a chef for like fifteen years, I can come up with a million flavors. But it was more so just like, how do I, like from a production standpoint, like how do I produce something? And there's so many back end things. You you know you have to have your recipe like kind of tested and approved by the FDA and things. Oh, okay. So and you have to pay to do so. So you're gonna do that. Oh. 150 times in two yeah, years or you're going to do it like five times for your core recipes and then yes, be done for a while true. so we you know we didn't, I hadn't thought it out in my experiences in consumer packaged goods from a business side so oh, okay. I was saying you know to get somebody to spend their money on something mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that goes into it and there's mm-hmm. a lot of like psychology that goes into it that mm-hmm. yeah. people don't even realize when they pay that happens and people usually stand upon and don't doesn't always understand that either, right? right. Mm-hmm. So what I was telling her, I was like, yo, you didn't do so much work to get somebody to like a flavor, mm-hmm. to then buy a flavor from a brand new brand they never heard of, mm-hmm. and they just gave you their money, and now they're like, yo, I really like that, I want to come back and get that jar, and you gotta, you don't have that flavor, you got something completely different. Oh, yeah. So now you're spending more time and effort to convince them to try it again. Wow. And I'm like... That's not sustainable. When you break it down like that. It's yeah. not sustainable. Yeah. But that's the psychology in it. I was mm-hmm. like, so you find your flavors that are going to really hit the market. And you can always bring new flavors in. And that'll get people really excited. And now we have people that literally buy strawberry. What's the lady that uh, always would buy the uh, grapefruit when we were doing the grapefruit? She, oh, yeah. she was buying every single grapefruit. Yeah, that yeah. Had. She was buying like 10 jars at a time of it. Just yeah. to make sure oh, wow. she, she likes yeah, security. Yeah, like, yeah, she has security, you know. Yeah. So... It was like, all right, well, what if that was something that was, you know, always here? Yeah. Then she'll still come and mm-hmm. buy it. Now you have a reoccurring customer, and then maybe she'll try something else. Sweet. And yeah. now you, they're expanding your brand, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And how do you balance the creativity of, you know, your ambition with the commerce? Like, how do you balance it, too, as your brand continues to grow? Um, I just think as I, as I grow and I get smarter... That's probably the biggest thing, right? I just get smarter each year. So initially, I just wanted to be creative all the time. Like, you can understand from a, a mm-hmm. creative aspect, all I want to do is, like, make flavors, make jam, do fun marketing, and, like, do all the fun, creative stuff mm-hmm. in the business. Um, and I did a lot of that in the first year, and now I spend so much more time, you know, putting stuff in spreadsheets and looking at stupid financials. But I have, you know, but I have no choice. Like, yeah. you know, do I want yeah. this to be a serious thing? I want it to grow. So, um, I think that's where the balance comes in. Now it's literally just a knowledge of like I have to look at this. So yeah, I, yeah. I allot time to work on creative things, and it's really fun for me. I love when I can be like, ooh, like this is my content production day, and I'm gonna like cook and shoot, and it's gonna be really fun for mm-hmm. me um, because I have to do that. 
But, you know, the rest of the week I'm going to work on these other things. So I do still build in time for it. Yeah, but. That reminds me of something that we heard like some time ago, like yeah. what you measure, you manage. And so mm-hmm. like for myself, I didn't manage a lot of the creative things that I was doing in terms of like, you know, costing or putting it together. Yeah. Hey, I know how to make a connection. And then, hey, I can sell it. It looks good. Yeah. And then that's it. But now, like just coming off like the two weeks we did, like our longest market ever, mm-hmm. like we literally started with like a spreadsheet. And like, yeah. how much does this cost? How much does this, you know, cost to make? Like yep. the whole, you know, the whole Everything. thing. But just more or less like setting that standard, I think put me in a, you know, put me in a good space. And I'm pretty sure yeah. when you allot those times yeah. for that, yeah, it definitely. puts you in a good space to like execute your business. Like, yeah. And it's kind of like that little switch from when you're like having fun to when you get serious about yeah, your business. Like I said, we had a yeah. conversation about that. Yeah. I said, hey, do you see this just being a hobby? which is fine, and you can yeah. go on the weekend and do this as a creative outlet and still do it, or do you see this being a business? And when she was like, I envision doing this and selling my jam for the, my company for this amount of money, I was like, oh, you want a real business, let's go, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was like, so if we're gonna do that, there's certain things that just have to be in place, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for us, I always say this, um, small businesses, it starts with operations, right? Like, just being able to, manufacture a product or, or a service yeah. on a regular and be consistent with that like mm-hmm. someone buys an item from you they want to know that the next one is going to be just as nice just, just as, as yes. high quality you got to maintain that right and a lot of people who are not in business don't understand the back end of what it takes to make mm-hmm. sure you know what I mean and like we're using fruit it's perishables right yeah. There's, it's easy that like season not around that jam may not be as sweet because this fruit is not as sweet yeah. so how do you maintain that you know she does a really good job on the on the scientific side of it you know making oh, sure you that, really yeah. do because your jams are bomb <laughs> thank you yeah, she does she do, she do a really good job yeah, yeah. but it's really important so going from that hobby stage to like being a business and it's mm-hmm. like all right starting that spreadsheet you understand like what is my opportunity cost Right. Yes. Like, is this an a real opportunity or is this a a fake opportunity? Right. Like, it's exciting on paper. You know, yeah. we look at events and like it's gonna cost us this much to do the events. So how much do we have to look at labor? How much do we have to look at many jams we gotta mm-hmm. do? What profit do we want to make right. off of this? There's uh-huh. so many things I turn down or like big events that people are like, why haven't you done this event yet? Like, yeah. you know, like the fancy food show or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. People are like, you still haven't done that. Like, it's thirty five hundred dollars for a table, and right. everyone I've talked to has gotten one lead off of it mm-hmm. and that one lead hasn't even purchased hasn't made mm-hmm. a sale so like you know there's so many things that I have to like tell people and I've learned to kind of be like no we're not doing that yeah. right because initially I'm like oh well like that just happened to us today and <laughs> you get like strong in it and you're just like no I'm not doing it yeah. and if they want to know why fine I'll tell you this is why mm-hmm. but then when you explain it like most people are like oh I oh, didn't yeah. know exactly and yeah. I'm like I wasn't trying to shut it down for you yeah. I'm just trying to let you know why we're not doing it you have mm-hmm. to understand that not everything is for your business you know yep. for that timing and that. sometimes what you don't do is what's best for your yeah. business at the time right. yeah, limited resources and, yeah you can't do everything well you know? and it, that's such a good point too because he always says like you know you can grow at your own pace and so sometimes you get caught up with like i gotta do this and i gotta do this but like it's okay to not do it the worst thing that's gonna happen is you won't do it and maybe you'll do it next year and maybe you won't have grown but that's on you you know what I mean you don't yes. have to like yeah, you don't have to do everything in like year two or year three just because you think that that's what you need to do and I think that is something that he's kind of instilled in me and that's really helpful because I wanted to do everything like mm-hmm. just because I'm like I gotta grow and I gotta grow fast 
but I've learned so much more now. Like, no, I'm going to, we'll discuss this for next year. Like, yeah. I'm going to table that for 2020. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so important to pace yourself. And I love how um, you mentioned, too, just having that key conversation of, yeah. is this a hobby or are we doing yeah. something bigger here? Because there might be a case where it is a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine, too. That's but cool. I think when you're working with your spouse or partner, you want the absolute best for them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, I want to see you in. So if you're doing something, I want to make sure I'm like doing whatever I can to support you in that. But it mm-hmm. just may be a hobby to mm-hmm. them. So you don't want to meet them with this energy of like, yo, mm-hmm. let's do this. And they're like, uh, yep. this yeah. is cool on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or if they do want to take yeah. it there, it's like, all right then let's like roll up our sleeves and let's talk about it and let's make it happen and see how it works for us. So I think definitely like one of the key things is that transparency and just having that communication because sometimes like we all know you may be at a hundred and I'm at like 30 or or vice versa. And so, um, you know, we just have to make sure regardless we're on the same page, whatever that, season or transition is or that goal is yeah, 100%. so like it starts like as a couple usually you probably have the same goal and objective hopefully mm-hmm. and so it's just like you said but how you get there the paths may be different like you may have a oh i think we need to do this and so sometimes it's like all right well i'm willing to compromise this let's go try this you know yeah. what i mean like and there's like the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship you determine how you get there and what bumps and bruises you take along the way. Some of you know you're about to take. Yeah. And some of you don't know you're going to take. <laughs> yeah, right? But that's, that's the beautiful thing about mm-hmm. it. You decide. Like, no one's telling you, you got to do it this way. You know? Yeah. So, it's, it's when we talked about not bringing the flavors back. We went a while. I think it was almost a year. A year. We definitely yeah, we went like a year before we... Uh, well, I mean, I built the business off of that. You know? Yeah. I built Trey Street off of yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we, we went a while before we kind of realize well he knew but before i would agree to like all right we're not gonna do this anymore but yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i think somebody came back and it was like oh do you have this and we were like oh no but we have something similar and they tasted it okay thank you and they like left and And i was like like, dang they had bought before and this is very similar to the other thing they have Mm -hmm. why didn't they buy but we Mm -hmm. put in the work we did so much like you remember i like remember i told you we just i saw some girl and she so i like so we used to do this market right we did this market for probably at least a year maybe a little longer and for whatever reason i guess it was our first market and i was like oh this is great and it took a year to really realize like this market sucks for us yeah we're not doing well there but like you know you don't know we're so excited to do a market exactly and i had to get all this like paperwork to get in there and so i was like cool i'm accepted in this market Mm. and we did it for so long before we really realized that wait there's other markets and maybe i could do better at a different market and once i left i did amazing i was like ah that wasn't the market for us it wasn't our demographic but i it was the demographic that i thought and it probably was easier to get into the other markets where you made it really was and like that's another thing you know i thought my demographic was one thing and it wasn't and so that was that demographic and so i'm like no these are the people like these young hipsters like Mm -hmm. cool kids these are who should be buying my jam that's not who was buying it Mm -hmm. um but we did those markets and we were like, 
you know, he had a clipboard and he was always like marking. We we used to mark yes. every every <laughs> yeah. yes. every person that would come and taste a flavor, we would mark what flavor they tasted, and then we'd count them at the end of the day and be like, most people tasted this and this, so make sure we bring that back. Yeah. And like and I was he would write at down the sales standpoint. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. He would write down the feedback, like if people, you know, what they said about the flavors. And so, anyways, I saw this girl um, a couple weeks ago at a market, and she's like, you probably don't remember me. But your business has grown so much, and I was like, "What?" And she she was like, "I remember you when you were at you know this your first market years ago." And I was wow. like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "You and your fiance," which is funny because we're engaged. And she's like, "You and your fiance." She's like, "I remember your fiance sitting in the corner with a little clipboard." Oh, I love it. And I was like, "I can't wait to go tell him Man. this because I love that she remembered that yeah. because I hadn't remembered it." And so it's nice to kind of take a trip back, you right? Because you don't think you're ever going And she remembered. I just thought that was great. Yeah, I was cracking up. Yeah, she remembered was, like, the clipboard. Even right. seeing you with yeah. the clipboard. Yeah, like, she, she didn't miss a that. detail. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah. But that was helpful. That that feedback ended up helping determine which jams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to stay around. Yeah, to stay around. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and the demographic piece out. That was tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you speak well about your company and like the progression that you made, but how, how would you uh, describe it to a new customer that hasn't tasted your jam? Describe my company? You describe uh, your jam. Your jams. So it's a low sugar vegan jam that's super eclectic in flavors. Uh, it's nothing like what you typically find on the shelves. Um, it's much healthier and it also can just really elevate your culinary game. So whether you're just cooking at home or you're a chef in a restaurant, it's just something that's going to really elevate what you're making. Um, and I think for us, the vegan part is huge too because we, while we aren't vegan, we've met so many vegetarian and vegan customers who are new to that game and don't know what to make, don't know how to incorporate or inject these flavors into their food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're saying, oh, I'm just eating these frozen black bean patties all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we'll put this spicy kiwi on it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a relish. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. And, you know, I'm or like... Dropping bars. Right, Or people yeah, who, yeah. you know, yeah. people who eat fish, like salmon, but mm-hmm. won't eat meat. And I'm like, well, this smoked peach has got this barbecue vibe to it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they taste it. And I'm like, yeah, put that on Brussels, mushrooms, salmon. And they're like, wait, what? So I'm getting this barbecue vibe without having meat. Yes. And so I really feel like we've been able to kind of open some some people's eyes and palates to that. So Yeah, and, yeah. and we always talk, too, about trends. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, Better For You is something that is a trend across a lot of different um especially consumer packaged goods mm-hmm. like people want to know what's in it right you know you look at her yes. ingredients on her label it's like five ingredients or less and everything you can read mm-hmm. right so it's not like oh what is this random chemical like no it's like peaches smoked like you know yeah. what I mean like some sugar lemon juice right mm-hmm. so people understand that and I think that kind of helps because it's like you go to smokers you see a ton of sugar there's a lot of preservatives and stuff into it and when you the try first hers, five ingredients right. are like super questionable. Exactly. And you can't even use that to do anything but smother on toast and yeah. what have you, right? Mm-hmm. When you get hers, all these different applications. So it's a but it's a fight to get people to understand that and then change their behavior. Because it's easy to go smoke it. You go to any grocery store and you can get that on yeah, the shelves, right? Yeah. So 
we're working on that, but that's that's the whole game. Right? I've even had some friends who have bought your products too, and I was like, one of my friends, she's married, and I was like, yeah, girl, your <laughs> husband's gone, just make him a little dish. Yeah. <laughs> Get your it. points yeah. in. Yeah. So um, where where can we find your jams at too? Um, so the easiest place to find them is on our website. Okay. It's tradestreetjamco.com, mm-hmm. tradestjamco.com. Um, we've got everything on there. We've got fun merch. We've got gift sets. So everything cookbook. is cookbook. Yeah, we just oh, came out. Holiday season. Yeah, yeah yes. Perfect gift. The cookbook's so super dope. It's got all these uh, fun recipes and really gives you an idea of what you can do with it. Because right, a lot of people will buy it and then they're like, I, I saw your Instagram, but I don't really yeah. know. Like, so the cookbook's awesome. Mm, um, awesome. And then we're also on Amazon, so you can find us on there as well if you need it in a jiffy. Awesome. And what would you tell or what advice would you give to a new couple that's working together? Okay. We all look at each other. I think uh, one, be super honest with each other. Um, use the word transparent as well. Like, you know, you're as regardless if you're in the business or not working together in that sense or working together, you're going to rely on each other for support. So being honest about like what you're willing to give to the business and what you think your skill sets are. And then also just be open to learning. Like entrepreneurship teaches you so much about mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, like, that's true. you know, yeah. like it's not always about like the profit margin and stuff. Sometimes it's about like, yo, I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's just the realness in it. So I would say like be open and honest about it. Like, um, and transparent to your point. Yeah, same. Honestly, communication. If you're not communicating, then don't even don't even try business. Don't even like wow. don't even leave the house until you guys that figure out how so to talk true. to each other. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, like so you true. have to communicate and it's like it sounds so basic, but there's so many people that don't communicate. Hmm. And even sometimes when we don't, I, I'm like, wait, why are I have yeah. no idea why. I'm so I'm so like head communicator of every like I will tell yeah. you everything. Mm-hmm. I'm very vocal. But sometimes the person closest to you, it for whatever reason, it's hard to say what you feel. And um, we watch a lot of shows like The Profit where it's like, you know, these entrepreneurs start up yeah. shows mm-hmm. and there's couples that work together. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw one where the, the, the black couple, um, I think she was hiding money from him or he was hiding no, money she from was, him. So she was, this was a good show. Like, oh. she was, I forget the name of the brand, but she was just bad with money. And he was good with money, but he wasn't taking the time to like look at the financials and stuff because oh. he wasn't in the business, but mm-hmm. you know, he was still helping support the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when he found out how much debt she was in, he was like, What? Like and what? so he was he was like freaking out. What? And uh, the host of the show, who's a pretty much a venture capitalist, yeah. was like, Look, is none of this is because she hasn't been trying. This is more about like she wow. just doesn't know. So mm-hmm. he gave her some specific instructions. She did everything and he was like, And I need you to be more willing to look at things and what have you. So they mm-hmm. like actually. But she didn't want to like talk to him about it because she was scared yeah, of what he would say. Yeah, but like he true. he wanted to be yeah. a part yeah. of the business, but he wouldn't just ask. That yeah. was another part. It was oh, like wow. the guy, the host was like, Have you asked her about the fight? You ask about you're all in her other business, right? Because yeah. he was just always ask. he was always asking about like, well, why are you doing this account and why are you doing this? But like, have you asked about how much money you're making and how mm-hmm. so, because they live in the same household yeah. so you know you guys mentioned it before even if one of the your partners aren't in the business or you know however much they are in the business if you guys live under the same roof 
and you guys share finances, yeah, unless you have someone to have, communicate, like, you still, still have to talk about yeah, it. Um, and so absolutely. it's very important. So again, the communication is yeah. that's number one. Yeah. I agree. We agree. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just, I'm still absorbing all the gems you guys just shot. So make sure you guys play this episode back. (laughs) But, um... No, and what's what's next for Trade Street? I know you mentioned the cookbook, which I'm actually excited yeah, about. I think I need to order yes. order a gift or two. But what what else is next? Gosh, just growing the business, continue to grow, continue to learn every year. Um, you know, it's definitely hard. I was just like pumped up in the car, and I was like, "This business is growing!" Like, and I was oh, really yeah. in a good space. Yeah. 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 It is. You know what? Yeah. It's really because I'll be honest, entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster, and there's so many days where I'm super high, but days where I'm so low, I'm like in tears, and I'm just like, oh, this sucks, like mm-hmm. no one cares, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it felt really good today just to be, oh, it was the Carrie Hilson thing. I probably, oh, yeah. I don't know if I should say that loud, but <laughs> like, ahead. so. You posted it. I did post it. I'm, so I'm like, pumped. you can't just be dropping Carrie Hilson and not saying. So I've, I've definitely sent jam to a couple of celebrities mm-hmm. before in the past, which has been really exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it always like translates into anything, mm-hmm. but um, today, like I woke up and looked at my phone and Carrie Hilson had storied about like, oh, these are gifts you need for the holidays. And she storied my jam. And so I was yes. so excited, right? So I reposted it and I like wrote thank you to, you know, in her DM. And I saw that she like liked it. And I was like, wait, she's like active right now. Like uh, she's, yeah. she's here. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, and let me know if you want to sample this jam, happy to send it. And she was like, oh my God, I would love that. I'm a foodie. And I was like, yes, tell me where to send yeah, it. And yeah. she, and then she started calling out the flavors. She was like, oh, I need that kiwi, I need that peach, oh, yes, and I need that blueberry. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I queen. Love it. And I oh, was like, you know, thanks for supporting it. She was like, I woke up and felt like I needed to share some black businesses and support them. Today's that my birthday, and I wanted to share beautiful. on my birthday. And I was just like, thank you so much. And she's like, you're welcome. I hope it translates into sales for you. And it was really exciting. And so I'm that, believing it will. Yeah, yeah. I believe it yeah. will. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I had a whole conversation with her, and I got some great orders today, large orders. Um, and so I was just yeah. feeling That's great. Exciting. That's exciting. That's exciting. I've man. hit my financial goals for this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't exciting. have any of that money in my pocket, but, <laughs> um, but I did, you know, bring in that revenue. Yeah. So anyways, feeling really good right now. So next up is just to continue to grow the business, and then my... Um, 10-year goal from the beginning to to the end will be to sell the company to another big like conglomerate um for a few hundred million dollars yeah, that'll happen yeah. <laughs> it's on the way yeah. it's on the yeah, way so we, yeah, we are on the way and i think like too she talked a lot about like before when we first started we were doing it was like trading time for uh, transactions mm-hmm. and now it's about building a business to the point where you're making money even when you're not necessarily physically doing something right. like you got to sell a lot of product on my seat yeah. so it's nice when you're like oh wow you got like six orders we were asleep last yeah. night you know yeah. what I mean? it, like, feels, it, yeah. feels it feels good, good right? I like, have an un- uncle and they're entrepreneurs and I always remember them sharing that with us like you know we're enjoying each other and you know, because we're at a place where our business yeah. is making money for us, where we're able yeah. to travel yeah. and be here with you two yeah. and have dinner. Oh, yeah, and it's true. kind of, that's yeah. cool. you know, that's it's, huge. so I was like, man, that must be a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> After you've so, worked so hard to get to that you point, it's so beyond hard. a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's like, you know. And it's like you imagine. enjoy it naturally, yeah. but like you also work very hard just yeah. to get to that place. And 
it can be so personal because it's like we we thought of the idea and then we had confidence enough to put it out yeah. there yeah. Yeah. and then you know, not every day is an order day. Not every day is like yeah. a culture con. But there yeah. are some great days, yeah. and I think it's just more so about believing in yourself and still staying true to what your vision is and what mm-hmm. your personal purpose is. Yeah. And if y'all two agree on it, like yeah. Yeah. we agree on it, then you know we got we're we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we agree, right? Yeah. Like we're on the same page. So that agreement is super important. Shout out to culture con, by the way. Thank you, Coach. Yes, yes. So, Ashley and Donald, thank you so much again for taking the time to speak with us. But where can we uh, get your socials and get all your information one more time? Yeah, uh, definitely head to the website tradestjamco.com. And that's also the Instagram, Trade Street Jam Co. Um, And where can they find you? Yeah, so I uh, my Instagram handle is Daily Immerser, D A L Y A N D M E R C E R, and uh, for those people out there looking for small business consulting, you can hit me up there. I'm really happy to help you out. If He's I the can. truth. He's the if truth. And I'll be I honest, can. if I can help you, I'll tell you I can. If I can't, I'll tell you I can't. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yo. Yeah. Oh man, thank you guys. No man. doubt. I feel good. <laughs> so <laughs> do I. So do I. Oh man. All right. All right. Work love balance. <laughs> this is our what fourth, fifth episode, so we'll get better at it. But thank you all. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you.